everybody it is Lindsay and guys I know that I always talk about the Lord and Jesus and that's the most important thing but today I feel really led to just kind of share something about love I'm currently in a season right now where love is something that's very you know it's consuming a lot of my life at this very moment And for some reason, I was on the boardwalk the other night, and I just really felt led to write a poem about love at first sight. And as I was walking on the boardwalk, I was writing this poem, and I just finished it now. And it's just very descriptive of the feeling you get when you first start talking to somebody or you first lock eyes with somebody that walks by and the feeling that you get when you feel like it's a like it is love at first sight so i'm going to read this to you guys and i hope you like it so this poem it's called love at first sight the moment that you lock eyes and in a split second you capture what the future would look like if you did life with this one person You can feel your heart flutter like you just went down a hill from the tallest roller coaster. You want to look cool, but you can't keep keep that smile on your face. And even when you don't have the smile on your face, you can still see it in your eyes. You look away because you know that if you look into each other's eyes too long, you'll melt. You feel them approaching closer to you. It's so organic, natural, raw, and real, and have no idea what the future holds yet you feel so close to them and suddenly you feel the rush of emotions that you just can't even put your finger on it's like you're excited and your souls connect like you have already known each other a lifetime already and as you look deeper into each other's eyes you can feel each other's souls touch it's an indescribable thing that you cannot believe is happening Love just doesn't come close to this invisible rush of emotions. You begin to have an answer to why your lives have both led you there to that very moment. And you don't know how to describe how your body's reacting as you lean in closer to them. You just want to squeeze something from the rush. And as you lean in closer, your hearts are racing faster. And you feel like you're in a dream, yet you can't even wake up. Nothing has ever felt so real. A lifetime together is but a glimpse when your souls are united forever. Mm. I don't know, guys. Tell me what you think. I uh, just randomly wrote that poem, and I just felt, you know, just led to just put that into your perspective, and it's just like a different side of me that I've never really talked about on here before. You know, it's just my romantic side that I love. So, yeah. I really hope you guys liked it, and I actually have a ton of poems on my phone that I've written these past couple years, and I think I'm going to start reading them, so that's one of them, and the next time I do my next episode, I will read you guys another one, but thank you guys so much for listening, you know, I mean so much when I hear you guys, um, or see you guys uh, still listening and it shows me you know the amount of times that it's been played and everything and 
it's just so cool that I have listeners out there who actually take time to hear me. So thank you again, and I hope you all have a very blessed day. I'm going to be reading a devotion tonight. I haven't read it yet, but I'm about to. And I figured I can do this, you know, with you guys. And we can read this together. So it's called Overcoming the Accuser. And from Revelation 12, 10 to 11, it says, And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down who accuses them day and night before our god and they have conquered him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony for they loved not their lives even unto death so it says sometimes the devil complicates the healing process because he bombards your mind with negative thoughts and accusations he will whisper to your mind accusations such as you are so wounded, you can never be healed. Or, you aren't worth having a better life than what you have right now. Or, you deserve the pain that you're going through. The devil is a liar and he wants you to feel guilty and condemned. He can put thoughts in your mind, but that doesn't mean that they're true. The mind is part of the soul and for your soul to be healed, your mind also needs to be healed and renewed. The devil often comes against God's people on the battlefield of the mind and he will try to influence your thoughts and use them to stop or slow you down on your healing journey. The way to overcome and conquer the accuser is to believe God's promises more than what we believe the lies that the enemy puts in our minds. It's so important to remember that all the thoughts that enter our minds are not necessarily true. Only God's word holds truth. Revelations 12:11 tells us to conquer the accuser with the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, which means knowing God's word and letting it be our guide for life. It is also good to tell others what God has done for you. As a person whose soul is in the process of healing, part of your testimony is still being crafted, but part of it's already settled. You are a beloved, redeemed child of God, filled with potential. You are a miracle in the making, a masterpiece of God's handiwork. While you are still in sin, Jesus died for you. So just imagine what he wants to do for you now that you have been forgiven and desire to grow a relationship with him. No matter what you think or how things seem right now in your life, God's plan for your future will astound you. God's great plans for your life will unfold day by day as you continue to live by his word and let him lead you. Remember this when the devil heals accusations against you in your mind. Remind him of the blood that Jesus died for you and the word of your testimony, which is that God is healing you and strengthening you more and more each day. Open the word of God and read all the wonderful things that God has to say about you instead of listening to the enemy's lies. And now declare this with me, guys. I'm going to first say it and then we can say it together. I overcome every accusation of the enemy by the blood of Jesus and the word of my testimony. 
Mm. Wow. How powerful was that? God is good, guys. God is so good. And, you know, that's just crazy that was the devotion of the day because I'm going to be very vulnerable. I've been so vulnerable with you guys. Like, I'm just going to keep it, keep it going. Today, while I was at the gym, I was running and I'll tell you right now, like, I started to have these terrible thoughts of my past that I've been through and like traumas from past relationships and everything just started to randomly enter my mind out of nowhere and I was running and I was just like thinking about all the stuff I've been through and how terrible it was and you know all the scars I felt wounded and this and that and like why am I thinking this right now you know like it was so weird and I know that's not of God like that devotion right now just reminded me of how that's not God. That's the enemy. And guys, when we suddenly have those thoughts, because we will, it's inevitable. You're going to have random thoughts pop in your head thinking that, you know, you're no good, that you don't deserve a good life. And you think of the mistakes and regrets or anything that you've done. The what ifs might enter your mind. I'm telling you right now, that is not of God. That right there is satan trying to manipulate you in a really messed up way you know some um i've even heard the phrase that your mind is a devil's playground because he will love to just mess with your mind and make you think all these terrible things that are not true so that's why we have to hold on to what god says not what the enemy says but what god says about you And what God says about you is that you are beautifully and wonderfully made. That you are his handiwork. He's crafted you in your mother's womb. That he says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And that there's nothing that could come against you in Christ Jesus. No weapon formed against you shall prosper in Jesus' name. That you can do mighty things mighty things you can do greater things of even what jesus done it says that you can do even greater things it says jesus literally says that we have the ability to even do more than what he was able to do and what that means is it doesn't it doesn't mean that what jesus did that we can do greater but it's saying that our works can be greater like because he is already living within us Like Jesus is with us right now and the Holy Spirit's dwelling within us. And as a whole family that we have the Father with us, that we're able to go out into the world and profess the word. Like we have more access right now than ever. Because back in the day, they could only get to so many people. You know, like they did not have the technology that we have today. And today, we can post something online and it can reach billions of people. Like, it's just the way of the world today is so different. And we have more access to get the word out there than ever before. And we can use technology to our advantage. There's a reason why the Lord allowed all this to happen the way it did. And there's a reason why Jesus has not come back yet. Because 
so much is still to be done and you know he has um, he has made it very clear you know that he is preparing a place for us right now I saw this really cute picture and it was like a little post-it and it says hey I've gone to dad's to to prepare a place for you be back soon dash Jesus it's like he is coming he's coming are you ready are you ready for him because when he's here it will be like a thief in the night that's what he says it will be like we have no idea and that's something else guys that my the one sermon I went to a few weeks ago was talking about how it was talking about the end times and how people are predicting when it's going to be they were talking about you know how COVID-19 we were talking about that and how so many people said that it was the end of the world and that you know basically times of revolution it was happening right but if we all know what the word actually says it says that Jesus is going to come like a thief in the night and we are going to have absolutely no idea when and the same thing with the antichrist you know it talks about um he was saying that you know if you google people are saying is is obama the antichrist is biden the antichrist is trump the antichrist is rihanna the antichrist like you can look up any celebrity and you'll say is it the antichrist and everybody will be like looking it up and thinking this and that but actually it makes it very clear that whoever the antichrist is is going to deceive everyone even the pope so many people think that it's the pope i don't think it's going to be because it says that we it will basically nobody will even know it will deceive everyone where it will be someone that nobody would expect so like i don't believe that we're going to be experiencing this in our lifetime but then again says you don't you won't know so that's why it's so important for us to just be prepared and be ready for him be on guard wake up every morning and put on your armor of god don't forget what the lord has has said to you don't forget who you are you are a child of god and he has plans to prosper you and give you hope in the future. That's what he says. So anything else that puts you down is not of God. Because God is love. God is love. And if you feel love, then it's from God. And if you don't, then it's not. It's that simple. People overthink it. It's not that hard. Is it love? Do you feel good? Happiness? Joy? The, the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Peace? Patience? Kindness? love if it's making you feel bliss peace it's of God if it's hurting you and putting you down and you're feeling depressed and anxious and worried and all of that that is not of God that is of the enemy so you need to make sure that you have the discernment to differentiate the difference between them 
But um, anyways, I'm kind of rambling on here. And yeah, I just really wanted to encourage you guys with that tonight. And I hope that you take something from what I've said that you can stick with you. But I just felt really led to say that. I'm not sure who's on here listening. But I know that there are people from all over the world that have been listening to these podcasts. And I don't know who you are. But one day I believe I will. And that may be in heaven. And I'll meet you. And I'll be like, very grateful that you were listening to all these podcasts that I've put out there. You know, somebody's li- somebody is on the other end listening to this voice. And I think that's amazing and wonderful. And I really hope that you're, you're understanding that you are not alone. And God is right there with you. And you will never be alone. And nothing, I mean nothing, can ever separate you from the love of God. You can be going through the toughest, most difficult time of your life. And you can feel so alone, but you are not alone. He loves you more than you can even imagine. And he wants what's best for you. So, we just, we're going to end this with a prayer and uh, get some sleep. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I come to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Yeshua, Jesus of Nazareth. I just want to thank you so much for everything that you're doing in our lives, everything you have done for us, Lord, everything that you will do in our future. And Father God, I just pray that you will bless whoever is on the other end listening to this right now. I pray that you will bless them with no fear, no worry, no anxiety, no depression, but peace, love, patience, kindness, all the fruits of you, Lord. I pray your Holy Spirit will dwell within us, Lord, and that you will help us to see what you see, Lord, in us. The way that you, God, view others, I pray that you will help us to have eyes like yours. I pray, God, that you will help us to love others the way that you love others, Lord. I pray for a gentle and kind, warm, genuine and sincere heart that will encourage others and lift them up to bring a light that only comes from your Holy Spirit. And that others will notice something different about us. And that we can say when they do that it's from you, God. So that you get all the glory. I pray that you will make us bold for you, God. That you will help us to not hesitate to share the gospel with others. I pray, Father God, that you will motivate us to have a new, fresh season that will help us to prosper financially that we will feel such a rush of your glory that's showered over us and that Jesus you will heal us you will heal our bodies you will heal our minds our souls 
I pray, Father God, for your will to be done, not ours, but yours. And we just give you all the glory, Lord. We can't do this without you. I can't do this alone. And Father, when we leave this body, this shell that you've crafted, I pray, God, that we are united with you in heaven forever. I pray for our families and our friends that they will also know the truth and come to know you as a real relationship, Father. Not a religion or religious mindsets and traditions, but a true and genuine relationship with you, Father. And we love you so much. And I just pray, God, that you will give us more gifts that we will be so grateful for. We appreciate everything you do for us. And we love you. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, guys. I love you so much. And I hope that you all have a blessed day.